All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Positive Friday rolling through on Sports 1440. Orders Nation YouTube. It is the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Alberta's only regulated online gambling website. If you play, use your game sense. Go to gamesense.ab.ca. Hey guys, Carrius had the Elks marketing guy on this morning. He said you'll be moved to the same yard line in lower bowl. You were in the upper. You got your cost guarantee for three years last season, too, from uh, Jamie. Well, there you go, Jamie. Well, it's funny because uh, Brock texts back in and said uh, he looked at his uh, invoice and says his, uh, it's moved into the corner. will be uh, 16 bucks a ticket up from last year. So we'll have to see. Might have to check it again. Is that before or after tax? I have no idea. But um, I know they had the price guarantee uh, last year. Right, they put it in for uh, for three years that you would uh, have no increase on your uh, on your ticket. Um, I don't know. Like, can they say for certain everybody's going to be? I hope so, but I would think the middle seats where there's more season ticket holders would be harder to get them in place. Now, maybe you go from the forty yard line to the thirty five. Is that really a big difference? It is a little bit, but here's the thing: all the season ticket holders will have the choice. To renew or not. Like I said, some are going to hate it, and that's fine because we all hate change. There's very few people that wake up in the morning, hey, hey, right, we changed this. I've been doing it for a long time. Now we're suddenly going to change it. No, you don't like it. I get it. Like, if you're a person that can handle change instantly, good on you because you're a unicorn because there's not many people. When it's something that you're highly passionate about that you've been doing for uh, for a long time, then um, it takes a little bit of time to get uh, excited about it. As we uh, welcome in our uh, Friday 
co-host uh, coming in hot, uh, Wanye Gretz. I'm going to start taking a hot air balloon in here, Gregor, because earth-based transportation is too slow. Traffic. You do traffic report on this one? I'll do a traffic report. Takes a while to get to the mall right now. End of the traffic report. Mm-hmm. It can be. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, you always, you know what? As uh, as coaches always say, if you're not early, you're late. But I've historically been early. Yes, no, you have been. And I left at the same time today mm-hmm. as I have every other time. Oh, wow, but then no. I overshot the mark. It's getting uh, it's getting close. It's Christmas shopping season here at West Edmonton Mall, and the traffic is lined up for miles in every direction. Yeah. No. Oh, there you go. So. Any big trades in the last five minutes that I may have missed while uh, walking from the car no, in? No, no, no big trades. Nothing uh, happened. A- Adam Ernie has a contract. Uh, Marcus Niemelainen's place on waivers. That I knew. Just joining us. Um, yep. Adam Ernie has a. It's a. It's a one one year deal. It's a two way contract. It's a seventy seven seven hundred seventy five in the NHL, and it's technically two fifty in the minors with a guarantee of three hundred. So How what, can you get two fifty but guaranteed three hundred? So ba- basically, what they say is okay. Because if you play for a month in the NHL, you know, you get your NHL salary at for that month, right? Plus then your minor, you're going to be over 300. But what they do is basically they're saying, we think you're going to be in the NHL for three or four weeks on NHL roster. And if you're not, then it's basically like you get a bonus. The AHL isn't the penury they used to make pay- players pay for back in the day. There's a lot of people making a lot of good money now in the AHL. Gleason makes 450. Keegan Lowe made like eight hundred grand. Remember, he got like that final deal. I don't. Know if he was eight hundred. Well, maybe it wasn't eight, yeah, but he was making a lot of money. I, I think oh, it, there's lots of veterans in the America because you need those type of players, and so good NHL teams now will like a guy like Gleason. Order fans maybe hadn't seen him, and they see him in, in preseason. Like, geez, this guy's pretty good, and so he's making four fifty because you want to have depth, and you can't pay. Uh, it's rare to have eight NHL defensemen, unless you're going to carry eight in the roster, right? So, you know what? Now, Marcus Niemelainen, he's on a one-way deal, so he gets all his money. Good for him, right? So there are guys like that, but some teams will try to minimize it a bit and say, okay, yeah, we'll pay you 450 if you're down there. And uh, Gleason, who, just based on the number of injuries you usually have, usually, I think you'll see Gleason get a few games in the NHL this year, based on injury. So, but yeah, the American League, you know, well, the NHL teams have more money than ever before. So they should be paying their players more. There's no doubt in my mind. Keegan Lowe had a two year AHL deal with an AAV of 675 in the AHL. 675, there you go. You know who did that deal, don't you? Dad. (laughs) That's the best. Good for you, Keegan. Well earned. Now, I don't, now, what what year was that? 2018. Yeah, well then, no, yeah, he wasn't with the orders then. Okay. Yeah, no, okay. He, he, was with oh. Car- he was with Carolina. What? Oh, I thought you meant Kevin wasn't with No, the no, no, Keegan, right? If that if that deal was done in, in 2018, wasn't what he in the... It says with the Oilers. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe you're right. Well, I don't know, I'm looking at the internet, I can't right. trust it, that's yeah, for yeah. sure. No, that's after his time in Charlotte, you're right. Well, I'm not right. Keegan's right. Yeah, there you go. And Six, Kevin was right. That's 600 in the minors. 675 a year for two years. Jeez, that's what I'm talking about. For him. Back oh. in the day, he used to play in the AHL for like five grand in an old Honda Accord. That's all they offered, and that was considered good work. Yeah, it was. It's, uh, 675 a year. Career Keegan Lowe career earnings 4.965 million. It's no joke. No, not at all. 
Now, actually, no, you know, see, there's the mistake. I knew that seemed high. His NHL salary was six fifty. I'm looking at his contract. His AHL salary was a hundred thousand. Oh. Jeez. Yes. Well, you know what? That's why you don't argue with a guy who's currently live on the air, folks. Yeah. And uh, 225 in uh, 2020 was his AHL salary, which is still pretty darn good. So, um, yeah, when they go those earnings, that's what their NHL contract would have been if they were on the NHL roster the entire time at 4.9 million. But obviously, uh, considering he played majority of his time in the American League and is actually still playing over in Sweden right now. Right. And uh, hey, in Sweden, you can make some pretty good money tax free. And I don't care who you are when you're like, you know, I think sometimes we we kind of get a little desensitized to how much money guys make. Like think about a, a 23 year old, 24 year old making 300 grand. How many 23 year olds are making 300 grand? Ariana Grande did. How many in the real world? Right. Ariana Grande. She got hit by a puck at a Panthers game. Have you heard this story? No. Ariana Grande got hit by a puck at a Panthers game twice as a child. Not once, twice. The second time, they also won a contest to drive around on the Zamboni at intermission, her and her dad, after she'd been hit by a puck for the second time at a Panthers game. So she got hit, like, hard or just like a fluttering one that hit your foot? Well, I, she's beautiful. I don't see any massive puck-shaped scars. I would assume that it's not to the... But can you imagine that? Yeah. Anyways, Keegan Lowe... You're quite right. So she got hit by a puck, but like she didn't get anything from it. Like well, I she, thought you were going to tell me she sued. Maybe they hit the dollars. Maybe they knocked the music into her. You don't know what she would have been like had she not been hit by that puck. Maybe she couldn't sing a note. Mm. Maybe she owes the Panthers everything. Yeah. Hey guys, is there a salary cap for AHL teams, Peter? Hmm. Uh, that's a good question, Peter. I think there is, but I have to double check on that. Um, I think there's like a kind of a resonant one because some teams like you look at lots of teams have found ways now where they sign guys to AHL only deals just so they, you know, they don't ever get close to the 50 man roster anymore. Because if you're on an AHL only deal, like remember Brad Malone a few years ago was on an AHL only deal. Then he had to sign an NHL deal prorated, of course, and then he got recalled. Um, I'm going to, you know what? I'll find out during the break. I, I, I can't remember. I'm certain there is a cap. I just don't know what it is. Does it further prorate if you play in the ECHL? Uh, you can sign. Uh, if you sign a two-way contract in the NHL, even if you go to the EH, ECHL, you're still getting your AHL money. But you can sign an AHL contract that will pay you AHL money and then have ECHL money. But you can't. There used to be three-way contracts in the NHL that you'd have money in the NHL, money in the AHL, money in the ECHL. But that's no longer. Now you can only have a two-way contract if you sign for the NHL, for the NHL, and the American League. And if you go to the East Coast, like Stuart Skinner, when he started his career at the ECHL, he was getting AHL money. If you have a one-year three-way contract, what are you planning? That was just. But that's how it was. Like lots of players signed it and never even went on the. Like they were in the NHL the whole time. But that was just. It's a different time. Different time. No yeah, safety. Time. No security. Yeah. So there we go. Hey, guys, I have a friend who insists it's a cup year and won't listen to reason. Every year is a cup year. I think those rankings place us over Vegas are premature until we prove it against them on the ice. What are your thoughts? Noah from the Millie. Uh, now, when it says it's a cup year, as far as the orders are guaranteed to win a cup or they're a cup contender. I think the Oilers are a cup contender. You, you talk to people outside Edmonton, they're there. I think, to me, I have eight cup contenders. Like, what I would say, legit. But then there's teams like, I don't have the New York Rangers as a legit cup contender, but I think they could easily win the cup. They're not like, it's not like they're, like, Seattle, to me, is not a cup contender. 
and they're not even close to being a cup contender. Right? I, obviously, San Jose. Like, there's some teams that have zero chance. The Rangers, I think, are a lock playoff team, barring a rash of injuries. But I don't view them. It's like, I don't even have New Jersey. I, th- I see a lot of people are high on New Jersey. I'm like, inexperienced defensemen aren't the recipe for winning four rounds in the Stanley Cup. It just isn't. So New Jersey could be good. But they made the playoffs once in 10 years. I'm just not ready to anoint them yet as like a legit playoff contender. I have them just out. They've only made the playoffs once in 10 years. Yeah, what kind of loser organization does that? That's a tough one. Mm -hmm. Only to rise to the top and get spanked by the Canucks 8-1 in the opening game of the season. If you're going to get it out of your system, I guess get it out early. I don't think it. You see what Leon's? Of course you did, but he had the right ad- attitude of like sometimes you want to get a punch or a kick to start the year. Like why not wake everybody up? We're not going to go eighty two and zero. You no, goons. you're not going to. But and you know what? Hey, and and Leon. But he also talked about. It, he goes like they were just way better than us. So we didn't work hard enough. And now you move on. Like there's nothing you can do now. The orders. Uh, like it's easy to say they'll be better. Because, of course, they'll be better. Like, they were awful. Connor McDavid didn't have a shot on goal five on five. How often does that happen? Never. Right? So, uh, and he was minus three at five on five. Doesn't happen very often. Blow it up. So, yeah, exactly. Start again. Can't believe he didn't get benched. Build through the tank for Bedard. Mm -hmm. He's already in the league, but good one. I know what you're trying to say, but you're you're, you're out out of practice. Is he? No, I knew exactly the joke I was telling. Shoot. Yeah, you're out of practice. You used to love. That was mid-season form. You used to to love. Your favorite thing was coming up with names when the order stunk on what they were going to do for the the, the top pick. It's good. Clean fun. Fall for Hall. Yep. Et cetera. You had a few others. Fail for Nail. Fail for Nail. That's what that was very popular. What was it for McDavid? Trying to think. Somebody out there's got to remember. Please. I don't, we didn't have a name. We, we were, we, it wasn't supposed to happen. Well, the orders are 28th, dude. It's not yes, like they but, weren't in the conversation. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Keegan Lowe once made $11 million oh, yeah, to yeah. play for Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Now, we do have lots of you. Many people right now, I will say, if Dylan Holloway, he might have to race because so far... It's about 90% in favor of Ryan McLeod in a race over Dylan Holloway from other hands. Guys, I'd take Cloud all the way. Be close, but I feel his boots are a bit quicker. All day McLeod from bad, bad Leroy Brown. Guys, sorry. McLeod all day long. Guys, Dylan Holloway will surprise. McLeod looks quicker because of how his jersey flaps. I think Holloway's quicker. Hmm. Well, you know what? Holloway said he would like to race. So now the order's at their skills competition. That's when we can get the answer. I think it should be a guarantee McLeod and Holloway are in the fastest skater competition. We all know who McDavid is. I get why he doesn't want to do it anymore. I think he's done it. I think he's proven it. But uh, McLeod and Holloway, nice internal competition on who would be quicker. The other guy that I would put in that category, Darnell Nurse is fast, but Brett Kulak is deceptively quick. And I'd like to see Philip Broberg in that competition. You know, you don't see Broberg really wind it up very often with his top speed. But he can really move. So I would be, uh, I'd be curious. Even the slowest guy. 
in the NHL is still yeah, lightning fast. I remember seeing Kelly Buckberger at oh, Collingwood Arena 10 years after he'd retired, and he was still lightning fast. And he wasn't even known as a fast player. Now, Bucky could skate like the old Windwell. He could fly up and down. He's, you know, he's in sick shape. That's the other thing. Like, Bucky, we had him in studio for uh, who is it Wednesday, and he's just like sit between uh, breaks. He's sitting there doing one-legged lunges. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get it. What on yeah. earth? Yeah, he was in. Uh, oh, Bucky's in pretty good shape. No question about it. Uh, Craig Button is going to uh, join us next. Guys, is that home playing? Let me know. It's Pause Friday, Frank. Frank, yes. Matthias Ekholm will play tomorrow. Nima Line has been placed on waivers. Adam Ernie has signed a two. Way contract, and uh, he'll stay in Edmonton. Uh, once Nima Line clears waivers, then they will have their 21 players. Will they go 11 and 7 or 12 and 6 tomorrow? I don't know. My gut says 11 and 7, but we will find out tomorrow. Jay was at the uh, nation season opening party at Greta, and a guy came in and walked right up to him right off the street and said, You're the Oilers Nation guy, right? Yeah. Ekholm is not coming back from his injury, and then he left. And Jay was like, who is this guy? Like, does he know something? Was it a like team? Like, for the Wednesday night. Just, no, he said, like, he's not playing again. Like, oh, no more. Like, wow. not just. Pa- Clearly, he was, he got some bad intel. But why would you go to the trouble of telling a perfect stranger this in polite conversation? Hmm. Thank heavens you're back at home. And that random man was wrong. Hey, guys, I think it was no honor for Connor. Oh, yeah. From Vinay. Good one, Vinay. That's good, good memories. That's right. Jeez. Good old days, eh, order fans? Fall for Hall, fail for Nail, no honor for Connor. <laughs> Do they have one for Nugent Hopkins? It is, but I can't say it on the air. But Nugent Hopkins wasn't the Nuge then, so it wouldn't have rhymed with that. The Nuge was the Nuge before the draft. Because we coined, this is an Oilers Nation term, and we got it because Ted Nugent Hopkins, no, Ted Nugent <laughs> Hopkins, yeah. has been referred to as the Nuge forever. So the minute we heard the name Nugent Hopkins, we were calling him the Nuge in the run-up to the draft. Hmm. Yeah, well, I can guess then. If it's rhyming with Nuge, I know what it was. Uh, we'll take a quick break. It's not meant for uh, PG rating. At least I self-censored. Yes, that's true. Very nice. Craig Button will uh, join us next on The Gregor Show on Sports 1440. Pause of Friday rolling through. How are you? Jason Gregor, Wanye Gretz with you. Sports 1440 live on Oilers Nation YouTube. Only uh, two games tonight, but then 14 tomorrow in the NHL. Also, how many of you are doing the double dip? Elks at 2, and then the Oilers at 8 tomorrow. So uh, Elks, Montreal, then uh, you have a little time and go for dinner, if you like, and then uh, head on over for the uh, Oilers and the Vancouver Canucks, the uh, home opener for the Edmonton Oilers. As we go around the NHL now, brought to you by McDonald's, and your favorite game is back with more chances to win. First, peel on your pack, then you can peel in the app. All the details are at mickdpromotion.ca. As we uh, welcome in the NHL on TSN, former NHL uh, general manager, scout, Craig Button joins us. Butts, how are you? I am good. I'm, I'm in Oshawa tonight watching a junior game, Saginaw Spirit and uh, the Oshawa Generals, and, you know, on a two-game NHL slate. A good time to just get watching some of the younger players. Anybody uh, you're going to have your eye on specifically tonight? Well, Michael Misa. I mean, he's not eligible to the 2025 draft, but you don't have to put an eye on him. He, he will find your eyes. And Zane Parekh, a, a real dynamic uh, defenseman, 
uh, for Saginaw. He's going to be a first-round pick in the, in the coming draft. Really, really good player for Saginaw. He, and both those players were part of Canada's Lincoln Gretzky gold medal winning team. Uh, Beckett Seneca, uh, he, he's a real good player for Oshawa, and a, a player that's uh, got a real nose and a hunger for the net. So it's a good game. You get to see some some really good players here uh, on a Friday night in Oshawa. And Oshawa is just a great uh, junior hockey center. Uh, and always, always a pleasure to come here and watch a game. Craig, it's obviously super early in the season. There's a few teams that have played two games. Uh, you know, obviously some haven't played any yet. Uh, Washington will play their first one tonight. Uh, when you're a manager, like when you sit back and you see the early season, do you wait until it's like 10 games to make any sort of evaluation or get a sense of what your team is? What's the plan for management right now? So let me take, let me just kind of take, you know, the season ends last year, whenever it ended for whatever team. Yeah. So, so you're evaluating, okay, what went right, what went wrong, and now you're trying to make adjustments, you're trying to make improvements to your team. And, and you're doing that all with the idea, okay, this is going to, this is where we needed to get better, and now we've made the moves to get better. So you come to training camp. And now you start to evaluate. You're putting players in different positions, who can play with who, whatever it may be. And so the evaluation now, it, it, it has to be continuous. Like, in, you know, when we talk about the Edmonton Oilers, you know, it's nice to say Connor Brown played with Connor, Connor McDavid. That was a long time ago. There's a, there, those two players, their careers, you know, playing with different players. How, how's that going to work? Where does he fit into the lineup? So you're always evaluating. You're always all, you, you can't just say, oh, we'll wait three games in. What happens if, you're, if, you're, if it's not looking very good and things are, are going awry? I'll give you an example. Of, of why you can't why you can't wait ten games. You you got to evaluate daily. I'm not saying you do it with a hard edge, but you got to evaluate. The Pittsburgh Penguins last year lost twelve games that they were leading in the third period. Twelve games. They missed the playoffs by one point. Mm-hmm. And what do they do in their first game? They're winning in the third period and they blow the lead and lose. No. And somebody will say, "Oh, well, no, it's only the first game of the season. That's two points you you put. Now you missed the playoffs by one. You go back to that game." So as a manager, you're not going to, uh, you know, get to a point where you're being harsh, but you better get dialed in and you better get dialed in early because this league starts on opening night. And if you don't think it matters and you're going to wait to address issues, you're going to fall behind. You're not going to be in it. Uh, Ottawa Senators, listen, if they don't get their act together, they'll have a new coach maybe five games into the season because they can't afford to start slow. Craig Button, Joy. Well, that was funny. I was going to go to Ottawa because I didn't pick Ottawa to make the playoffs. I just I don't love their team defense, to be honest. And uh, they're in a tough. I agree to... with you, Jason. Yeah. I agree with you. And when I say I don't like their team defense, Craig, it's been five years. I'm not sure they're coached. They have the right system to play uh, defensively as a group. And you know, you bring in Steve Stales now. Like it just seems DJ Smith is on really thin ice, and like. We could see, like, I think it was Ken Hitchcock. Was it six games in or eight games in when he got let go? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's that early in in Ottawa. They started out, they were they were 6-13 and 13 in their first 19 games last year. So, you fall behind. Let's just say you need 96 points to make the playoffs. Well, that means you need 14 more wins than you, than you, than you lost. So, you, you fall behind. You're 6-13. You're 7 behind. Well, that means you got to win 21 more games 
the over the, 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 then you lose and the rest of the, like that's just not happening. Yeah. So like I'm not trying to be. The bottom line is it's a coach's job to have the team in a good uh, position defensively to play good strong defense. They didn't last year. They haven't for a number of years. They did the other night. And the fact of the matter is, and it's it, it, people call it so harsh. No, DJ is on on a short leash. And if they don't start out well, if they're one and four, I fully expect that there'll be a new coach behind the bench for game six. Craig Button from uh, TSN joins us. Craig, the uh, it's interesting in Florida because you have Ekblad and Montour out, and then Tampa has Vasilevsky out. Which one do you think is harder to overcome, Tampa or Florida, for the next two months? I, I, I think I think Florida has the harder one to overcome. You know, when you you know Brad McCrimmon, uh, you know my dear late friend, just phenomenal. Uh, person, he always said, he goes, you can patch up front. You you can live with the, with, with a netminder that maybe not be front line, but when you start getting holes in your blue line, good luck patching. You can't patch, and you know a good defense can protect uh, uh, like a like a goaltender. You don't need stand on your head goaltender. So you know when you look at the Tampa Bay Lightning, you know they, they have Sergachev, they have Hedman, they have Chernick. Like they, they're in really really good shape. With respect to the blue line, when you lose Montel and Ekblad, I mean these are these are and, and keep in mind they lost Gudis and, and Mark Stahl. <laughs> like you know, you start to think about where they're at. Like that really puts a lot of pressure on your goaltender. Yeah. And I think that as good as your goaltender can be, and we saw Bobrovsky do it at different times. I, I don't want to be in that spot. I'd rather have a have a really good blue line and manage my team with respect to uh, uh, protecting the goaltender, not giving up as much. And then you go from there. And uh, I don't think I have to go very far to give you a great example. And it's not taken away from, from the goaltenders that, that were in Vegas last year. All three of them played well. But that blue line in front of them, those six defensemen, defensemen yeah, you, 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 you don't need stand-on-your-head goaltending. So, uh, listen, they, they, they barely made the playoffs last year with that blue line. I think Florida's in tough. I'm looking at the tsn.ca website here, Craig, and you are having a conversation with Jay Onright about the Senators and their cap challenges, and you don't appear to be wearing any socks during the interview. I'm just wondering if you'd care to comment. It's a bit late in the year for no socks. It's never late in the year. First of all, I hate socks. And if I don't have to wear socks, I'm not wearing socks. So, you know, until it gets nice and cold and everything, and I don't have socks on tonight, I didn't have socks on last night, and... Until I need to wear socks, I ain't wearing them. I'm a fellow anti-sock wearer. Gregor, can you confirm I am also not wearing socks? It's true. I hate socks. Yeah, thanks. I respect it. Thanks. I respect you. Things I didn't. Uh, things I didn't know about the uh, the ant. Now, is that like a pickleball thing? Pickleballers just don't like socks. You sock wearer would get it. You're outnumbered two to one in this conversation. You sock wearer. Yeah, I guess. Hey, listen, when, it was, when I played hockey, I didn't wear socks in my skate. I don't like socks. I, I, simple as that. They're little like foot coffins. They make me very uncomfortable. <laughs> so this isn't a pickleball thing because, you know what, I'm old enough to where, where, I, where I was not wearing socks and there wasn't pickleball. <laughs> Craig Button uh, joins us from uh, TSN. Craig, there's there's a few other, you know, it's so early on, like obviously orders were terrible for one game. I don't expect them to be terrible. Um, you know, I, I, I do expect a bounce back. But I will say Vancouver, I picked them to make the playoffs this year because of Thatcher Demko. I think if Thatcher Demko is the best goalie in the Pacific Division when he's healthy and I, I think they have enough skill in other positions to get in. I also didn't think Seattle was going to be able to uh, uh, 
redo what they did offensively last year where everybody was scoring at a ridiculous uh, shooting percentage rate across the board. But what do you make of Demko? Like if as, as valuable as McDavid is to Edmonton, I get it. I would make an argument that I think Demko might be the most valuable player to his team. Edmonton's a better team. I think they have more better players across the board. But Demko's health and his play, I'm not sure there's a playoff team in the West that relies more on one guy. Yeah, no, no I, I'm not going to disagree with that. And, you know, Thatcher is a, is a frontline number one goaltender. But I, I'm, and, and I'm going to go back to the blue line. And, and you know, it's one of the things that Rick Talkett is working on. I, I think they made incremental improvements uh, on the blue line. You know, they add Susie, they add Ian Cole. I think they're their 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 bottom pair defenseman can they slip into a four role? Yeah, you know you trade for Ronick, and I think that he can be a, a a good player, help them in different spots offensively. But they're still thin there, and you know it, it was it was amazing the other night thinking that they have Hiroshi and, and Juleson as their bottom pair, and you got Cole and Myers playing on their second pair, and and, and it tells you how bad the Edmonton Oilers were because you couldn't take advantage of that kind of a setup and. That type of that type of a setup is one that's that's ready made to be taken advantage of. So, to Jay Woodcroft's uh, comments after the game, he said, "Hey, just it wasn't good enough." Yeah, and, and we all know that. But you know, when you when you think about, I mean, what Rick's trying to do with Vancouver is get everybody to buy into a better defensive effort. Thatcher Demko is a safety net. We've seen him do that time and time again. He's going to have to provide that level of goaltending for Vancouver to make the playoffs. But they're still thin on the blue line. What about the Flames? How much better do you think they'll be? Oh, they're going to be a lot better. They're going to. They, they, they were. You think about everything they went through last year. You know, all all, all the turmoil around their team and and, and teams in every corner yeah. uh, of the organization, and they missed the playoffs by by a couple of points. Mm-hmm. And they lost twenty two games in overtime and shootout, which means they they came short of goal. Yeah, you know, is, is, is Jonathan Huberto going to get 115 points? No, but he should be able to get near what he's done for his career, which is an 80-point player. Markstrom is a, is a really good goaltender. I thought he was terrific uh, against uh, Winnipeg, although the first goal I was going, oh, no, is this what he's going to do again this year? And I, I think they got enough talent. I think they got enough uh, ability to be a good team. And, you know, it's, I, I think the Pacific, Jason, is the, is the toughest division in the National Hockey League. And you got Vegas, you got Edmonton, you, you got the LA Kings, you got Seattle last year playoff teams, you got Calgary that had a fall off, you have Vancouver that you think are getting in. I mean, that's a tough division, and I think it's the toughest division in the in the league. So there's no margin for 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 uh, for play that leaves you on the edges, and and, and the games are going to be tight. But when you fall on below the edges and, and you're coming short, you're not going to make the playoffs. So I think the Flames have a have a good enough uh, cast of players to, to be in the playoffs. And I think last year uh, they can, they, you know, the changes they made specifically uh, behind the bench, are, I think can help them, uh, you know, show that they were better than last year. One last one. I know it's super early, Craig, but uh, the Prince George Cougars are seven and two, uh, six points ahead of everybody else. Now Portland's only played five games, but uh, are you a belie- Are the Cougars going to be that good? Or is this just a super hot start? Nope, they're a good team. And, you know, Mark Lamb, who's, I mean, and Jimmy Playfair uh, is the associate coach at the room. Mark Lamb, two years ago, I was in Vancouver watching the Giants, and we were talking, and he had a young, he had a young team there. He had Riley Height as uh, his number one center, Cohen Zemer. They had a lot of young players. And he said to me, he goes, 
listen, he goes, we're playing them. They're, they're, they're going to get their feet wet. They're going to get they're, they're going to get the experience they need because in a couple of years' time, we're going to be good. They are good. That's no accident. And, you know, you, you, you're not always going to – very rarely can you can you have a lot of success with a young team and, and players in prominent roles that are 16 years of age. But Mark knew what he had. And Mark knew that he had to give those kids the opportunity to push forward and to, and to do – and, and to play to, to get their feet wet. Well, they got their feet wet now, and I think that the Prince George Cougars is nothing accidental with what they're doing. I mean, you know, you think about Pascarek who comes through, you got Betcher who's coming through, they, they trade for Funk, you know, and, and so it, it, it just made Zeeber and and, and uh, Height that much better. That's a really, really good team, and uh, nothing accidental about what they're doing in my view. Great stuff, Craig. We appreciate it, my man. Have yourself a, a great week. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you next Friday. Yeah, we will. Thanks, Jason. You have a great weekend also. That's uh, Craig Button from uh, TSN. Around the NHL brought to you by McDonald's. We'll return. We have uh, five questions. Uh, Mark Spector, Jeff Patterson. Uh, we'll also hear from uh, Dylan Holloway on a busy Pause of Friday edition of the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440 and live on Orders Nation YouTube. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pause of Friday continues on. How are you, Jason Greger? Wanye Gretz with you as we are coming to you live from the E-Well Studios, where next Thursday they are uh, celebrating their big grand opening. And uh, guess what? You want a free lunch? You want to win some prizes? Uh, they got food trucks, scavenger hunt. Who doesn't like a scavenger hunt? 116th Ave, 186th Street. From 11 a.m. till 1. For all their vendors, clients, and any Sports 1440 listeners who want a free lunch, stop in next Thursday, ewel.ca. They're huge sports fans like you. so And they have everything electrical that you'll need. Check it out. Guys, did I hear right? Echo is playing. Thank goodness it's positive Friday. Yes. Yes, the bearded wonder will be in the lineup tomorrow for the Edmonton. Or Jay Woodcroft kind of hinted that they held him out just to, to give him a few extra days rest. So uh, anybody suggesting they're not, they're definitely not running, rushing him back, which is a smart thing to do early on in the season. As we get to uh, five questions now brought to you by 
our good friends at the Brick. The Brick Scratch and Save event is on now. That's right. You can scratch up to an additional 40% off your purchase. With over $115,000 in instant prizes to be won, today could be your lucky day at The Brick and TheBrick.com. It's time for five questions on the Jason Greger Show. All right, guys, question number one. When we come back on Monday, 2 o'clock, what do you think will be the biggest storyline from the Oilers-Canucks game? Well, I hope it's Oilers win 10-1 and avenge season opening beatdown with an even bigger revenge beatdown in game two. That'd be a nice storyline. I am going to say... Uh, well, it's too easy to say McDavid has a good game because I, I didn't think he had a very good game at all. But I will avoid the obvious one. I'm going to say the big storyline is that their penalty kill didn't allow a goal. That would be nice. Uh, question number two. Former Oilers first-round pick, Jesse Pugliarvi, eyeing a return to the NHL apparently in November. He's began skating in Finland. Which organization do you think would be a good landing spot for him? Well, he's going to have to go to a bottom feeder team where he thinks he's going to get an opportunity to play. It's just like he went to Carolina. Look what happened in Carolina, right? So um, I would say, you know, Anaheim. You, you don't even want to go to San Jose because I think it's just a debacle there. So I probably wouldn't go there. But I would say Anaheim might be his best bet. It's a tough one. I love the Bison King. I want to see him go somewhere where he can thrive. I don't think it really matters. Does he want to come back into the NHL? I don't even know that that's... Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyone who will take him on and give him a role, I think, at this point, is exactly where he needs to be. In the majors, we got the championship series getting going over the weekend uh, in the AL on Sunday, and they both get going on Monday. Uh, Who do you guys think will eventually meet in the World Series? Well, the Phillies are... They look unbeatable right now. And by the way, can Atlanta come up with any worse excuses for why they lost? You know, blaming a reporter because he said that, uh, uh, you know, our see or whatever his comments were like, give me a break. Um, anybody watch the Braves in the 90s? And give me a break about, oh, they had time off. No offense. There's no team that can finish first and choke in the playoffs more than the Atlanta Braves. That's a fact. That's not even a debate. That's a fact. So, uh, but I will take Philly, and I'm well. I'm just going to say I'm hoping for Texas over Houston. I'm done with Houston. So I'd love to see Arizona though, but I don't think they'll get there. I'd like to see the Phillies play Houston. What's wrong with Houston? You don't want to hear garbage can get banged? I don't like cheaters. Interesting. The Rangers, Astros, and Phillies all finishing with identical records in the regular season. Six more wins than the Diamondbacks. Uh, question number four for you guys today. Uh, since it is Friday the 13th, and some people out there do think it is bad luck, uh, are you superstitious at all? And if so, uh, let's hear some examples. Oh, I'm superstitious. My main superstition is I don't wear socks. Me and Craig Button, a team of two. Yeah, I am not superstitious at all. Um, so there's, there, I couldn't even think, uh, of anything that's even like remotely on the ledge of superstition. You have no pregame rituals. You don't, before you call a rush game, you didn't have a special pencil or something in the booth. No, no, I don't have anything, uh, 
I, I can't ever think of one thing at all. Like I'm not somebody who has to put a certain, you know, sock on first or, or not sock, anything like that. Nothing. Um, yeah, I had a few lucky shirts that I liked wearing at times, but that was more so when I was going out. It had nothing to do with uh, uh, just because I thought it was a good shirt, so I'd wear it. But no, I don't have any cons. Do you? No, not really. No. Um, my wife does. What's she, the superstition she has? Um, she, oh, I don't know if she'll like me exposing some of her secrets here. No, no, tell yeah, us. Just tell us. She's not listening. Totally fine. <laughs> the, the one she does, um, so since now it's 2023, she gets out of bed when it's like the minute is the third. So it's like 723. Or or then she, what if she wakes up at 725? She stays in bed till 733? She'll wait till 730. Over the course of an 80-year life, that's going to add up to hours wasted. <laughs> yeah, but, well, or maybe that's just for her. She's like, oh, I like to relax. I like to lay. Now, does she set an alarm so it always goes off at the third? No, no. So her alarm will be earlier. And then like she'll just get out. I, I convinced her not to do that and then she just said like things weren't going right so she went right back to it you know what when you've been when you're married to you connor things have gone so well already in her life she's no longer in a rush yeah i mean she hey, got time to spare that's gotta Let's be relax it. we did it that's gotta be it uh, we did it final question for you guys hypothetical friday if you had to be haunted by a ghost for the rest of your life but you could choose who the ghost would be who would you choose as your ghost does the person have to be dead currently to be a ghost to haunt me? Yes. Hmm. Could the ghost be a character in a movie like Queen Amidala from Star Wars? I would like it if she haunted me as a sexy ghost for all time. Has to be a real person. I see. So you're telling me she wasn't real. I think I'm not answering the rest <laughs> of this question. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Another thing I don't believe in, but... Um, now, could it be if... like I'd look and say, well doesn't necessarily have to haunt me if it's a ghost that I want. I'm guessing it's going to be like a friendly ghost that comes and visits me. That's a muse. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't necessarily have to be um, um, a, a negative one. So I will say... Huh. Um, trying to think. Like, who's a great sports athlete? You'd want to be haunted by Muhammad Ali? No, not Muhammad. Oh. Um, I would say... It's a good question, Cons. A quick question for Wani. Did Queen Amidala die? No. Oh. So well, maybe in the new ones. I have no earthly idea. No one's watched <laughs> those. Disney Plus could have done anything. To my knowledge, she remains alive. I'm going to go with Punch Imlac. I think it'd be a really good uh, come in your dream. He could give you good strategies for different things in life. Gregory, that could be the most sports answer of all yeah, time. Right. You're asking for <laughs> well, a visitation. Do you want to wear the hat? Think about it. It's Punch. Right? Like, what a cool name. Like, think about it. It's your go. Hey, there's my ghost, Punch. I'm like, like oh, I got a ghost waking me up to tell you about the 1947 Montreal Canadiens. That's no, no. helpful. Hey, I didn't want to ask about that. I just said to give you good strategic advice in life. Like, who else have you seen on the other side? I don't want to know anything about the old Habs. Uh. Well, I mean, I'm not going to ask him about that. Hey, guys, I'd want to be haunted by Norm MacDonald. I could use the wit. Good one, Buck. That is a good That's idea. That's actually a very good answer. Very good answer. See, I was going to go with John Candy. See, uh, John Candy, Robin Williams? Yeah. Robin Williams would be a good one. I feel like if they came back as a specter, they'd want to do comedy for just me. Well, if no one else could see them, I'm sure they would. Hit me with another one, Norm, I'd say. Yeah. 
Wouldn't be bad. Robin would be pretty funny. John Candy, I like that one a lot, Cons. like it a lot. So Apparently, Queen Amidala did die. So She died giving birth to Luke Skywalker. No, you don't know your Star Wars. That's From not Ken true. Meteor. Someone said that? Yeah. I'm not she sure. died giving birth to Luke Skywalker. He's a twin, you know. Don't ruin it for me. Yeah, with Leia. Yeah, and then they kissed in the one movie. Yeah. What's that all yeah, about? They didn't know. So, oh, they didn't know. That's still. Yeah. Well, I know twins. Debate depends. Maybe they're European. So, you know, you think the Sedines ever kiss? I don't know. It's not something I think about. It's a very, very odd question. Gregor, how'd you not go Marilyn Monroe? James. I don't know there. Wasn't thinking about a ghost that could turn me on. Like, I don't know. That'd be kind of weird. Hey, look at this. I'm seeing this super hot ghost, but I can't ever touch it. I'm going to ask it to disrobe. That's why I was never a big fan of going to the Rippers. Because you didn't like like ghosts? I know. What's the point of looking if you can't touch? (laughs) Ah. That's why I was like, yeah, didn't really like it. So, yeah. Marilyn Monroe, like, yeah, no, she wasn't, like, she was not a crush of mine. You know, if Kate Beckinsale had passed away, I might have answered that one. This conversation could veer into oh. the strange. Mm-hmm, she, Marilyn Monroe died in 62, so. Yeah, I know. Giving birth right. to Luke Skywalker. Yes, evidently. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I can't believe none of you used the greatest line ever. Well, I have the shirt, and I was going to use it, and I know what line you're talking about. I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. Michael. It's a good one. It's a great line. It is a great line. So I have the shirt with it on. It's fun. It's a classic line, but I didn't... Uh, I'm not a little stitious. I will never allow an Oilers jersey to be on the floor. It has to be hung up. Oh, so you do have a superstition. Well, that's just respect for the jersey. That's not because I think something bad's going to happen if I don't. So you're telling me when you've worn that jersey and you come home at 3 in the morning, eight sheets to the wind, that you hang it up. Yes, 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 I do. I always have and I always will. You will never see a jersey at Wanya Manor, anything but hung up. I don't even put it like over a railing hung up. I promise you this is true. Really? Yep. Hmm. It matters. Sure, I guess it does. All your other clothes are in a ball. In on a the floor, ball. But hey, the jerseys hung yep. up nicely. There's rats dragging old yep. underwear around the room, but the two jerseys yep. in the closet are pristine. Mm-hmm. Socks all over the place. Not a sock in the house. <laughs> Uh, let's get to uh, the con man and a sports. Hey, uh, Greg's. How about your father? You know what's funny? Nope. That's uh, that'd be too painful. I wonder. You know what? Um, if my dad was like a ghost and came there all the time, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't like it. Yeah, it didn't even occur to me. It'd be amazing oh, no, to I, see somebody I knew I thought, come back. I thought about it, but I was like, yeah, I don't think I can do it. If my grandma came back, because she passed right after the '06 Cup run. I'd have to explain to her Connor. I'd have to explain to her Leon. And then her next question would be, are we winning? And I would say, I'm sorry, this call is breaking up. I couldn't break it to her that we still haven't won a cup in 2023. <laughs> so that's a good question. But, man, I, a true story. I hadn't because, uh, you know, we didn't have camcorders in my family growing up. And this was probably three years ago. Uh, my mom had found a video of their 25th wedding anniversary and she I'd never seen it I never watched it and uh so my son sat down cuz obviously he's seen pictures of my dad and I haven't seen my dad obviously I haven't heard my dad speak in 20 years at that point and when he came on camera I was like I'm out 
It really, and it was stunning because I've, I've never had a, I've always had good memories of my father. It was weird. I wasn't ready to see him move and speak again. Wow. And then it took me a while. Then I went back and watched it. But and how was that, it like, then? It was way better, but it was funny because we watched it for a bit. And then my son, because at the time, thankfully he was five and his attention span was like three minutes. So he's like, dad, can we go? And I'm like, yep. And I was like, oh, there was very weird. So that's probably why I didn't answer my father it was one of those. I wasn't for whatever reason. I wasn't prepared to see him all of a sudden like, oh, there's my dad again. Like he's actually alive, right? Like he was alive at that moment. And I remember his 25th uh, uh, wedding anniversary. You know exactly where it was. And I went back and watched it later when I was kind of like mentally prepared for it. And it was nice. But when, when you when you have someone that you love and you never hear their voice again, like those are the things. I miss his voice. I really miss him talking like Donald Duck. He, uh, he had a great, uh, and his laugh, like my father had a very unique laugh. My, a lot of my buddies from childhood, they, you know, when we see each other, we still laugh about it because it was, it was hilarious sometimes how he would do it. And, um, I, as a ghost though, it's funny. I'd rather have my dad, if he could come back to life for one day, I'd take that rather than a ghost. Why? That'd be so much harder to have to say goodbye at the end of that day. Uh, Yeah, but you know what? I still think it'd be better. I could just, I would take that over never seeing him. That's all I'm saying. If I had a choice, I would take that. Lots of people texting in. They agree with you 100%. Uh, they always have a jersey hanging from Sean. Respect. Tom and Tim. Hmm. The jersey hangers. You guys should have a club. And I have three sheets to the wind. Been like, no, I have to hang up the Jordan Everly. And then uh, I go on like a mission and I hang it up. Sometimes I collapse right there on the floor. No, but you hung it up. It's hung up. Let's get to uh, the con, man. Sports 1440 update brought to you by Edmonton Kubota. They respect their tractors as much as Wanye respect his jersey. You can get a compact BX tractor right now. 0% financing for 84 months. EdmontonKubota.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.